0: Two, from a particular point of view. Hi, I'm Dale. This is a podcast where we dig through the garbage and look at American life and times from a perspective of faith. There's only one God, man, and I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. We're on a mission from God. Politics. Why should I trade one tyrant 3,000 miles away for 3,000 tyrants one mile away? An elected legislature can trample a man's rights as easily as a king can. Entertainment. What we've got here is... Failure to communicate. Some men you just can't reach. So you get what we had here last week, which is the way he wants it. Well, he gets it. I don't like it any more than you, man. And nerd. I'm a nerd. I'm pretty proud of it. It will test your head and your mind and your brain, too. Why are you here? There must be a reason for you to be here. Yes, I'm here to fight for truth and justice in the American way. How dare you? How dare you? Lighten up, Francis. we 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Get off my lawn. So sit back, literally or figuratively, and enjoy American life and times from a particular point of view. Hello everyone, welcome to From a Particular Point of View, I am Dale. Uh, This is our New Year's Eve-ish, end of year episode, so nothing really um, on here that's necessarily, um, you know, (laughs) not, not your typical episode where I talk about, you know, uh, movie or a certain thing but it's pretty much the again it's the uh more or less the episode that we again like everybody else's i guess going through the some of the stories and i know i've missed a bunch i tried to go online and find a top 10 of the biggest stories and it just seemed like all i could find was lists of the big cities and their idea of what their top stories are So I found LA, Chicago, New York, uh, just, you know, and it goes into the detail of, okay, if you live in that city, here are the top 10 stories of the year for you, and not necessarily, you know, I did find some, but anyway, I did find a bunch here that um, maybe I'll remember some more, I don't know. Uh, But anyway, um, so yes, this is, uh, from a particular point of view, I am Dale, if you'd like to respond uh get a hold of me if you're watching this on on youtube please uh give me a like if you're on rumble please hit the plus whatever uh subscribe respond uh again my email address for the the podcast is watercoolercomments at gmail.com or watercoolercomments at hotmail.com well, usually i go with the gmail because the hotmail they, yeah i get a bunch of junk on hotmail but anyway <laughs> anyway um Again, because it's the end of the year, um, tomorrow night is the last day of the year. So I thought just for the heck of it, I'm going to go through. And now every year we have the celebrity deaths. And depending on who it is, you either celebrate or you mourn with the family. Or you just go, oh, that sucks. And I was going through the M.I.D. M M I I don't go on here very much, but I looked on here, and they have um, 129 names. Many of them, I don't know who they are, you know, and there's a few of them that's like, okay, I know who you are, but I really don't know you that well, so let's get started out, and we'll go after this, we'll, we'll go ahead and go down the the top 10 stories, but anyway, these are the people who've passed away, I guess, this year, um, and they're named, I think they're named in order of date that they passed i don't know but anyway the first one i have on here that i recognize is cindy portier uh he's an actor um uh i don't know how many of his movies i've seen i just know i recognize him and him and his name they have bob saget on here i don't know why he died in 2020 no he didn't that's when his... Okay, so he did... Yeah, anyway, I looked at it wrong. <laughs> that was when his, his show... Fuller House. Anyway, um, so Bob Saget. Um, Meatloaf. I actually owned a couple of his albums. So um, I liked his music. Louis Anderson. I've actually uh, used to watch a little bit of his cartoon. Uh, seen a few of his movies, you know. Um, Howard Hessman. Um, <laughs> uh, for those of you who are a little bit younger, you probably wouldn't remember him. Um, for anybody who knows the TV show, um, get WKRP in Cincinnati. He was Dr. Johnny Fever. Probably one of my favorite characters in the show, but, um, he's, he's passed. Um, there's a bunch more in here. I like Robert Wall, Ivan Bett. Rietman, Mark Langs. I I don't know who these people are. I mean, obviously they're famous because it's on this site. So, Sally Kellerman. The only reason I know who really that is, she's an actress, um, and she was the uh, she was Margaret Houlihan on the on the MASH movie. So I recognize her. Other than that, I really I know she's been in some other movies, but I don't really recognize it. Um, Farah Fork, uh, Conrad Janis. La- I don't let I. Yeah, I don't. These people, I really don't know that well. Tracy Braxton. I, I seem to think that I should know her, but I don't. But, um, yeah. Um, Madeline Albright. Um, she, I I think, former it says, a uh, former secretary of, uh, Madam, yeah. Oh, that's what, Madam Secretary, she's an actress and stuff. But um, she, I thought she was in politics, too. It's just, again, like, it's one of those things where I know I should know her. But I just <laughs> anyway, um again, there's a lot of names here that um there's some names that I have no idea who these people are. Now, Bobby Rydell, uh, I think he was part of the um uh the part of the fifties doo op thing. Um I I think he was a singer, I believe. And if you'd ever seen um uh uh, Gre- the movie Grease, they do that saw cop at Rydell High. Well, I guess Ry- Rydell High was named after, in the movie, was named after this gentleman right here, Bobby Rydell. Um, Gilbert Gottfried, which, he's a funny actor, I guess. I mean, I never was really crazy about his voiceover stuff, but you know, okay, whatever. Um, let's see. Um, again, this is another one of the things where I see people that I really don't know. Naomi Judd, the Judds, yes, she was a good singer. I was, I'm not really overly fond of country, but um, she, it was, it was kind of sad to see that she, she had left. So, um, Ray Liotta, um, he's an actor. I re- he, I recognize <clears throat> his his face. Um, I, <clears> he <throat> may, he plays a good bad guy. I know that. So. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of sad to see him go, because, well, he don't, you know, that's just what he played a lot of. Um, and again, there's some names on here that, uh, I, I don't recognize the name, but I recognize the faces on some of these actors and actresses. Um, there's Joe Turkle, I think that's his name, and he played in The Shining, he played the bartender in The Shining. And the picture they have him is kind of a creepy face, so, yeah. James Caan. He passed away this last year. That was kind of shocker, I guess, to me. Well, he died at 82 at a heart attack, from what this says. So, well, it's when you're 82, I guess. Um, there's some more actors on here that I recognize the face, but not really the name. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I looked through this earlier. I know there's some big names on here. I just have to scroll down. Bert Metcalf. <laughs> i recognize recognized the name. I don't really know the face because they never really show the face. Uh, but he was one of the um, uh, the directors, I think, and creators, or not creators, but he was a director of um, MASH, the TV series. So you would see Burt Redcalf's name in the credits of MASH, the, the TV series. <clears throat> now, this one was, was tough for me. Uh, I'm a Trek fan, <clears throat> Star Trek, and I didn't know she was that sick or whatever. Um... It says, um, Nichelle Nichols, uh, Lieutenant O'Hara in Star Trek. She died at 89 in natural causes. I guess she had a, she had, was suffering from a stroke from 2015. So, and she was also being, di- she also diagnosed with dementia. So, um, but she was, um, yeah, I'm sure that really rocked the, the nerd world of seeing her go. So it was, that was terrible. Um, and it was sad for me. Olivia Newton-John, uh, it, was all again because she was in uh, she was in Greece, and she had several albums. She's a very good singer. Um, she died of bone cancer when she was seventy three. So I mean, seventy three is I guess young. I guess well, it's not young, but it's not old. And they have a really nice picture of her here. So yeah, Lillian John. She was she passed away this last year. Um. Who else we got here? Um, Bernard Shaw. He's a CNN anchor. I'm not crazy about CNN. I think mean, they're terrible news, So, but he's a celebrity nonetheless. And of course, we knew this would happen sometime in the near future, but still hearing this sent shockwaves throughout the world. The Queen Mother, Queen Elizabeth II, um, she passed away this last year. Um, 96, uh, undisclosed cause... Uh, but of course it, she'd been declining and, you know, and the crazy thing about her, as I understand is that she was working like a, the day before she died. She was on the phone talking to people, making things happen, giving orders or whatever the queen does. I, I don't know, but so yeah, she, she passed away this last year. And again, that immediately put King Charles in place of the British government. So anyway, um, Let's see here. What else you got here? Um. Oh, Coolio. I've uh, actually had a couple of his albums, and um, I was surprised to see him go, pass away. I mean, he died at 59, so he was only a few years older than me. So it was really something to see Coolio pass on. It's like, wow, that just, oh. And Loretta Lynn, uh, I think they called her the Queen of Country or something, uh, she died at ninety, um, undisclosed cause. But um, it was see, sad to see her go. It was, again, it's one of those things like, "Wow, really?" But then you thought, well, "Yeah, she probably was pretty old." You know, ninety—that's—that's that's pretty old. Um, again, I- I'm mentioning the people here that um, that I care about, the ones that I recognize. The other people on here, that you may, you know, you may or may not. L- Angela Lansbury. Um, <laughs> She, uh, Murder, She Wrote, she was the teapot in the animated version of Beauty and the Beast. Um, She's been around doing TV and movies forever. So um, she died at 96, undisclosed cause. So it kind of makes you wonder. Um, And also, uh, Robbie Coltrane. Um, I barely recognize the face, um, but to anybody who's a fan of Harry Potter, he was Hagrid, the big, huge, hairy guy. Um, says he was 72, had multiple organ failure, was suffering from sepsis or something. Anyway, so, um, yeah, I guess to the Harry Potter fans, that really hit them hard. Um, so let's see. Uh, there's a few more. Left. Okay. Jerry Lee Lewis. Uh, we all know him from his music. Um, he died 87 of pneumonia and hearing him die. It's like my first thought was, he was. I mean, he was still alive because <laughs> I, no. again, you know him, but you really don't know him. So uh, Jerry Lee Lewis passed away. Um, let's see here, who else? There are some other people here. I thought, I thought for sure. Um, I know John Aniston is the father of Jennifer Aniston. I guess he was a big in uh, production. All that. I guess I don't know. I heard he died. It's like, oh, well, that's too bad for Jennifer Aniston. And this one is a legend when it comes to comedy. I was really bothered, hurt almost, just like, oh, no way, Gallagher, the guy with the big, big pumpkin hammer, I mean, it's the guy that if you go to a show, you have to bring a plastic bag or something to cover yourself, because he has the, what, the sledge o whatever that thing was, and you would pretty much go out there with, with, with anything, anything, but popularity was like fruit, melons, whatever, and a big old wooden mallet, and, <clears throat> and of course, debris would fly to the, like, back to the fifth and sixth rows of whatever comedy show. So, yeah, seeing him, I mean, he really wasn't uh, overly political or anything. He wouldn't, you know, he would just throw out different props that he would smash, and it was still very entertaining. Um, And who else here? Um, Christine McVeigh. I keep on hearing that name, but uh, I'm really not really too sure about... um, oh Fleetwood Mac that's right yeah so she was in Fleetwood Mac that's I should know and of course here's a good one too uh Christy Alley um I was really sad to see her go of course she was on Cheers and she also was on I think a uh I know she was on Star Trek um the movie a couple movies I think she played a good um Vulcan she did give it that she died at 71 of colon cancers that's to me at 71 It's not that old um Uh, what else i think that's oh and this happened just recently too just the last day or two pele um he died 82 of colon cancer a lot of people going to colon cancer um he was now this this ad this this little piece here calls him a football player but of course to america it's either soccer or football player but i remember him when i was a kid. And I think a couple of my buddies at school had Pele lunchboxes. I mean, put it this way, I don't know any soccer players, but I know Pele. I know who he is. I know what he does. I believe he's the only one to win three World Cups in soccer. So it was really sad to see, you know, to see him go. Well, not. It was. It was just like um, a childhood hero. That well, I can't say hero either. <laughs> Somebody I knew from my childhood is. You know, um, that is well-known in his sport. Everybody knew who he was, what he did. I mean, I really was never a huge soccer fan growing up, but I knew who he was. I mean, I didn't. if I knew anything about soccer, I knew Pele was the greatest. Flat out, the greatest. Until you have somebody else come up there that can beat all of his records, Pele was, I think they call it the GOAT, greatest of all time. Anyway, so with all that, <clears throat> there are the deaths. According to... What I am, yeah, IMDb. The list. There's 129, I believe. What I think that was what it was. 100 and was 129. Um, yeah, 129 deaths of celebrities of different levels that passed away this year. So anyway, um, and I, again, when it comes to the end of the year, what all happened, I had a difficult time trying to bring together. There was no list. I didn't see. I know maybe I just didn't look hard enough. Look at the right places because I know, the internet. Uh, at one particular time, you could easily find uh, a list of uh, of things, but the internet, in my opinion, has gotten kind of big, too big for its britches. If you out you go out just to find information, data, whatever, then you really have to go out and find it because you're just you're inundated with all this junk that it, it's just junk. I mean, you might catch a piece of what you want. Then there's all the other garbage you don't need so you have to go pick 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 and that takes time you know so that just so i you know and again everything i have on here um is not in order and i'm sure i missed some stuff and maybe when i'm going through this i'll remember but i i don't know i try to go through with my own records um and what i could find from different new sources, um, but I I really wasn't overly successful. In my opinion, I wasn't very successful. But anyway, uh, what seemed to happen during the whole stinking year was (laughs) the J six commission, the commission to investigate and in their eyes, hopefully persecute people responsible for the January 6th insurrection finger quotes for those on audio. Um, Because, of course, according to January 6th, it was a commission for a fact-finding commission. I believe that's what it was supposed to be for, was a fact-finding commission. However, it was anything but. January 6th was just a, a way to pin as many things, as many crimes on Trump and his supporters as they possibly can. Include lie their freaking butts off. And they did that, too. I mean, they lied. Um... It just—I mean, it was supposed to be a fact-finding commission, but when they tell—but when the the the, uh, the people, in, you know, um, the the commission itself tell you that hey, yes, Donald Trump is guilty, and we're going to prove it to you. No, you other you, you okay. We will allow only the people we want to testify to testify to make sure that we can that you confirm with us that yes, Donald Trump and all these other people are guilty, but we won't allow. Either we won't allow it to testify, we won't really listen to you. Anybody who says that anything that Donald Trump did was was good. I mean, it just, I I was hearing about, I didn't hear, it wouldn't blow my mind about, it just surprised me, really. It didn't blow my mind, necessarily, but it's like, I'm thinking, dudes, really? They actually hired a professional, um, um, oh, management or production, you know, production manager from like CBS or one of the major networks actually hired a professional person. And this is also why they just didn't put this on C-SPAN. They made this prime time. So somewhere on some station, I don't know where, because I didn't watch any of it. I think I watched pieces of it from the news bits or whatever, but they actually hired some big uh, news production hotshot from one of the news networks to produce this, to make it... They wanted to make it like the big story the whole year. That's what they wanted to do, and the lies that they told, I mean, were just. <laughs> I mean, it was just mind blowing, you know. Well, Trump said this, and Trump said that. And it's like you listen to what he actually said, and no, he didn't. Well, he said this and this and this and this, and we know, and because we hear this, we know that he one of this and and even. Even Fox News, even Newsmax says that for the, he tried to, to, what you know, to throw out the election because, which he lies and says that it was not, you know, uh, it was a fair election, which we know it was or something like that. It's like, it was not fair election. Donald Trump did win, my personal opinion, of course, but it was just, anyway. And then looking through one of the, uh, the websites there, <laughs> remember Monkeypox? That was just on the downhill side of, course, COVID-19. Monkeypox came up and they were, oh, get everybody vaccinated for monkeypox. They were freaking out about that. But then it came out in the news that, you know, monkeypox, 99% of the time, okay, maybe 95% of the time, is only admissible through through gay men having sex. And when that came out in the mainstream media, suddenly it went from, monkeypox, oh my God, to, well, you might want to go check yourself out, maybe get a shot if you need it. And then it just kind of funny that, that after I actually heard it on like CBS and and Bloomberg or whatever on the radio, that after they confirmed that yes, it's 90%, 95% gay men get it through gay sex, suddenly just kind of went away. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, another one was, of course, what's been going on forever is the war with Ukraine? why Russia took over Ukraine? I don't know. Um, I, I really can't tell you. one thing I can tell you is is and I'm pretty sure of this is that we're sending billions and billions to Ukraine. Well, you know that Hunter Biden used to work in work with in whatever a Ukrainian energy company. he was on the board of directors for this company in which he had, I think I mentioned this before last podcast, maybe, and it was recently, in recent past, I mentioned this. He has no experience at all in energy or business management, to my understanding, none. But yet, yeah, sure, go ahead and actually, as I understand it, Joe Biden, when he was vice president, actually told him that if you don't put my son on this board, you will pay the price, in so many words. And next thing you know, you get to go, hey, congratulations, your son just made it on the board. Well, how much of that, I'm wondering, <clears throat> how much of influence that, Joe, that Hunter Biden still has with what URISTA, I think, or whatever energy company is supposed to be in Ukraine. I wonder how much of the money going to the Ukrainian people and their safety, health, and welfare, defense, whatever, is going to this energy company, which means it's going back into Hunter Biden, which means it's going back to Joe Biden. So that's what I say I am not in favor anymore. I mean, the first maybe help a little bit, a couple million was okay. Maybe a couple, maybe some weapons, but sending them billions upon billions of dollars to Ukraine, of course, Joe, of course, Joe Biden would want it because he gets 10%. That 10% goes the big guy. It's a well-known factor. Anyway, this one here, I got a kick out of (laughs) Elon Musk, the purchase of Twitter Oh my gosh, people went crazy. Oh, I thought it was great. Because, uh, I mean, it still isn't perfect. Because um, they were afraid. It's, they were, and I've mentioned this before too, <clears throat> they were afraid that he would allow um, hate speech and fake news. Um, I follow Ken Sorbo, Kevin Sorbo on, on Twitter, and he'll say something, and I'll follow that th- feed, and 99% of the people are just saying the most hateful, evil stuff to him. I mean, hate speech. It's like, okay, you're trying to go against hate speech. Well, what about these people who are all saying the nastiest, most terrible things to Kevin Sorbo who just said something, put a comment out, and suddenly he's the worst man ever since Satan and blah, 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 blah. It's like, wow. So that part hasn't gotten any better, but at least things are coming out. Uh, Things to where we know now the FBI... Uh, there are ex-FBI agents working in Twitter, or they were working in Twitter, to get information from Twitter back to Joe Biden. I mean, and back to his administration. So, talking about, I mean, you can't get any more closer. That's, that's... <laughs> so, the government was working, pretty much spying on fellow humans through a social media website to get what they want, to find out what they want. Yeah i mean if if Trump was doing this, oh man, could you imagine that if Trump was doing this what 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 the the news media would go would go nuts I just ah, just just when it comes to everything Biden and his administration does, put everything It'll flip around it's like if Trump was doing this, what would happen? You get the idea anyway um speaking of elections, um we just had the midterms this last election um and I've heard on the radio that uh if you now, we didn't have any school boards this time in my area, but I was told that in most way across around the country, a lot of school boards went conservative, GOP, however you look at it. Because I know in Oregon, it goes like it always did. It sucked. Um, my local um, state representative, we got elected in again, which is good. The, the good thing about it is a lot more a lot more uh, Republicans got into the state government or got almost, or at least U.S., you know, the, from people from Oregon, re- Republicans got a lot better at it. They got closer to it. A couple people got really, I mean, they, it's just threatening. It was very threatening. But I am proud to announce, well, this is already, news already already known, is that, and this is a mind-blowing, this is truly mind-blowing to me. Um, Merkley. I think he's a senator. No, not a senator. Representative, anyway, uh, U.S. Representative Merkley from Oregon got taken out by a fellow Democrat, a progressive, a total liberal whack job, and she got beat by a Republican. It's like, wow. Granted, um, Lori Chavez DeRemer. I think that's your uh, your pronouncer name. Um, female Hispanic. Big deal. Okay, so what? But just, I was, it kind of warmed my heart to know that, that I'm thinking in, in the, I'm trying to put on my, my, my progressive hat. Um, she's a woman and she's a Hispanic. And I thought, well, how many, uh, Democrats or progressives would vote for her? Because that's one thing is like, Democrats, I mean, Democrats love to vote racism and bigotry, or not bigotry, but, you know, uh, sexism and all that stuff. They, they just, you know, they love it. Um, so she got voted in. Of course, it was a very slim margin, but she won. And it's like, yes, cool. But it's like, wow, that just, to me, that's mind-blowing. So anyway, uh, with all that, the Senate, um, unfortunately, did, we did lose a seat in the Senate. Republicans did, which sucked. So now you don't need, uh, what's-her-face, the vice president, who was uh, chosen for her sex, for her gender and her and her race, which is re- Ridiculous. That's, that's racism. You can't do that. Anyway, you get the idea. Of course, if you're an idiot president or idiot campaign person, you or not campaign, but you, anyway, <laughs> um, uh, so the Republicans did lose a seat in the Senate, so now they the Democrats have one vote majority in the Senate, which sucks, but they gained, what, four or five, I think, seats in the House of Representatives, so that's a good thing. I don't know where that's going to go because lots of rep- Republicans in the U.S. House and Senate are just, they have no backbone. They just, psh, they, yeah, you get the idea. Um, anyway, um, we got a new Supreme Court justice in there. Uh, what, Kamanje Jackson or whatever, whatever Kantanje, whatever. This, I don't know if she's even worthy. I mean, I'm assuming she's a lawyer. I'm assuming she was a judge prior to this. But again, v- former Vice President Biden, cuz he's not president. Um my opinion of course. He said I'm choosing a black woman. And it's like why? Why when it comes to the law, it comes to the judge, why does your race and your your genitals, your gender why does that have anything at all to do with how good of a job you are do at looking at the law, at interpreting the law? What does that have anything to do with it? That's just, I mean, can you imagine if the next president got in there and says, yeah, I want a white man, a white straight man to be the next Supreme Court? People would, they'd freak, they'd freak. But of course, <laughs> Democrats, progressives, liberals, hip, hypocr- hypocrisy is their middle name. Flat out, that's just how it is. Um anyway, um, one thing that I'd like that happened this year, I'm grateful for, I'm, that we, we are blessed for whether you like it or whether you agree or not, the fall of Roe versus Wade. Now what blew me away about this is that there are people, and there are still people who think this way, that says that with Roe versus Wade falling, it makes abortions illegal. That is not true. That is a flat out lie. What Roe versus Wade did the follow, though, what it did was it took the decision to have an abortion, and it gave that back to the states where it belongs. It's this way, ladies and gentlemen, my friends, my listeners, if an event, um, if something you do, or whatever, like abortion, or whatever, if it is not in the Constitution, it's a states rights issue. Bam, that's that's flat out it. If it's not in the Constitution, like abortion is not in the Constitution, it is not. So you put that to the states because that's their job to figure it out. That way, um, if you want to go to California, Washington, Oregon, and if you want an abortion, no questions asked, either up to including the day of birth to kill your baby, you can do that. However, you go to, I think, Florida, maybe Texas, some other states, and it's outlawed, which, so people who don't want to get an abortion, they they're they're safe there knowing that not only their that nobody can get an abortion, but none of their money, none of their tax money, because right now my tax money goes to and I think with at least with Oregon, my tax dollars go, can and I'm sure does go to even illegal women to come in to Oregon to get an abortion and my tax dollars pay for it. Am I happy about that? Heck no I'm not. That's just that's that's terrible. Anyway, Roe v. Wade does fall and because of this <laughs> they actually had protesters protesting out and this this is during now this is illegal. It's actually in the books it's illegal. While Supreme Court justices are considering the decision for any law at all given any law, you cannot protest in front of wherever they're at. No matter if they're at work, in front of the courthouse, if they're at home, in front of a restaurant, in front of a grocery store. It is illegal to. It is. I mean, it's in the books. You cannot. It is illegal, flat out illegal, federally charged, federal charges. It is illegal. I keep on saying that. I just got to get through to your head. It's illegal. You cannot attempt to persuade a Supreme Court judge when a when a when a when a, a hearing is or when, the, when a decision is when they're considering a decision that is against the law and. It blows my mind how the federal, the FBI and, and the police let the people in front of the judges' house, let them protest. They were threatened. Judge Kavanaugh, his family was threatened. I mean, a person went in there, if you remember correctly, this year, a man went in to kill him. Uh, of course, they mentioned a little bit about it in the news, but because it was a left-wing progressive wacko nut job, they mentioned it, like, lurped it once or twice, and then that was it. You didn't hear about it no more. So... <laughs> uh, and, and, and amazingly enough, after the, uh, the fall of Roe v. Wade, um, a left-wing terrorist group called Jane's Revenge started burning down pregnancy centers. Not Planned Parenthood, but pregnancy centers. And they also started harassing judges. Jane's Revenge is... Well, like any left-wing wacko domestic terrorist group, like Antifa, like Black Lives Matter, they are evil. They need to be dismantled. I mean, they need to be labeled for what they are. They need to be. De- they need to be labeled officially as domestic terrorists. Uh, um, something I just thought of actually was just now was Biden's speech. Remember that State of the Union speech where he was in front of the White House with everything dark and red, where he labeled people like me and hopefully people like you as officially enemies of the state we were labeled domestic terrorists enemies of the state isn't that just crazy i mean he's being your typical politician because on one speech you if you like trump if you're a republican if you're one of those MAGA republicans you are enemies of the state you you are the bad people we need to take you away blah 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 and then what i think the next day a reporter asked about that. No, that's just nothing. That's just nothing. And a week later, he gave a re, he gave a speech saying, "We all need to come together in love as Americans as one and and fix this." It's like you son of a gun, really. You just I mean, not your typical politician, but one minute he's calling me a domestic terrorist, say I am the I am the enemy of the country of my own country, but then he goes back the next day and says, "No, we are all one big happy family." Blah blah. Anyway, so. <laughs> um because i live in oregon and because i am a fan of o- oregon state university um i am and for those who don't know which it's possible you may not know is that um there is a um a ball game here um that <laughs> well initially it was affected by the the ism crap going around for years, it was called the Civil War game, and the reason why is because Oregon State is in Corvallis, Oregon, in the northern part of the state, and 40 miles to the south is University of University of Oregon, the Ducks. And every year they have the Civil War game. I think, and I think in Washington State, when University of Washington and Washington State go battling it's the apple cup well in Oregon it's well it used to be the civil war now some woke morons got together and decided well civil war is too racist because there was racist people in it because there are white racists so we can't call it the civil war and the funny thing is, is is what I've been hearing and talking to people about um most people either still like the name civil war or they don't care that it's that is um insulting or whatever to people and many people still oops i said civil war oops but anyway oregon state university wins the civil war it was like 38 to they're playing the gators uh, but it was they beat them they came up from behind and beat them well i thought that was really great and the crazy thing about it is that university of oregon most duck fans like their team are quite arrogant they know they're good and their goal is to not only beat you on the team and beat your you know beat you the game but they want to crush your soul to make sure that you know how good they are and then in your face all year long that's what i see constantly from duck fans and from the team so for the oregon state beavers to beat them in their own house and beat them from behind it's like it's it's a gut punch to the ducks, I'm sure, and I guess they're still suffering from it, which I think is great. Anyway, so go Biebs. <laughs> Um Gas prices. You know, gas prices were... Because... Were, were <clears throat> <laughs> as you understand, Joe Biden blames the rising gas prices on Putin and his war in Russia, which... It didn't work that way. Um because he was already president even before Putin stepped foot in Ukraine. The funny thing is is when the prices go up, it's Putin's fault. It's Putin's fault. It's oil company's fault. It's oil company's fault. When the prices go down, it's my administration. Thank you very much. I did it for you. So it's me. I'm the one to make them go down. The prices go up. Oh no, uh, it's not me. It's it's Putin. Putin, whatever. It just it drives me nuts. Every time I hear them talk like that, it just makes me want to smack them. <laughs> Or something virtually smack him because I really can't do that. Not because I can't physically touch him. Because it's, I guess, illegal to hit a a official of the country. I guess. Well, I'm assuming it's illegal. Anyway, um, what people don't seem to realize is that when Joe Biden illegally took office, my opinion. He stopped all drilling, stopped the pipeline, the keystone, remember the keystone pipeline, remember that? He stopped all the drilling, um, he stopped permits, everything else, and of course that's going to make this. and I tried to explain this to a guy I used to work with. He said, oh, that's ridiculous, that doesn't, that doesn't work that way. It's like, dude, if you quit making something, the price goes up. That's just, duh, basic economics 101. You cause a scarcity in a product, and the scarcity drives the prices up. It just, duh, any idiot can figure that one out. Well, he doesn't think that that's... Because he's doing this all for a reason. If he can make oil production, oil drilling, whatever, any kind of fossil fuels scarce, that's going to drive everybody, allegedly, everybody into electric cars, windmills, and solar panels. Well, electric cars, windmills, and solar panels are expensive. And the power gri- grid will not take it. It just It's impossible. Right now, we do not have the technology to power the entire planet on enough alternative energy to not use fossil fuels anymore. Besides that, what's crazy is that, allegedly, the whole world blames the fossil fuel consumption on us for global warming, allegedly, because it's a myth. (laughs) But yet, China is just gushing, puming fossil fuel, or fossil emissions, whatever you want to call it. Carbon, you get the idea. It's just like, wow, really? Just, ugh. So anyway, um, also the crisis at the border <laughs> to this day, I guess, until just recently, um, um, the mouthpiece for Biden, uh, I keep on forgetting her name, JKBG or whatever. Again, a person who was chosen only, I guess for her, for her gender, for her skin and for who she has sex with. He says, well, I think she did, He just wanted a black woman, But then a black lesbian came in and anyway, she's, she's worthless. She's just, um, according to her, there is no issue at the border. The border is secure. There is no problem. However, even I think, I think CBS news or one of the news sources, um, CBS, one of the network news sources actually went down there to check it out for myself. And I actually heard this recently on the radio, um a, a, an audio piece about this and they said, Yeah, there's no border. People are just walking right in. Just they're, they're, I mean um I couldn't tell if she meant that there was no border at all and no border no border officials at all, or if they were just letting them in. I'm not sure which one, but she said, Yeah, there is no border here. And the funny thing is, is even the people in the network news are going, um, um, okay, well, back to our news broadcast. Um you know and and I remember mentioning about this in an earlier podcast is that they've even interviewed a an illegal alien and they asked, "Hey, so how strong is that border crossing how 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 secure is it?" He goes, "No, I just walked right in. It's not secure at all. I walked right in, nobody touched me, nobody talked to me. I just walked right in, and it's like, huh, okay, I mean as a matter of fact when when Biden recently went to Arizona to check out that that chip factory, somebody asked him, "Hey, are you going to go check out the border? He goes, why? It's not an issue. Why should I check it out? So far, you people who voted for Biden, thanks. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, speaking of problems at the border, <laughs> um, where was that at? Oh, yeah. You remember back when, I think it was Abbott, the governor of Texas, um. And he actually shipped a bunch of people, a bunch of illegal immigrants to Moth's Vineyard. I'm not sure how they say it, something like that, some New Yorker way to say it, or Boston or whatever. He shipped what, they they were shipping uh, busloads of of, uh, illegal aliens, you know, illegal immigrants, whatever, to certain places in New York, D.C., and Mothers Vineyard. And the funny thing is, is that they didn't seem to mind it if the busloads of immigrants were going somewhere else, but they went in my neighbor, you know, their neighborhood. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, we'll feed them, and we'll okay. You're okay. No, no, go over there. Go somewhere else. Because um, I seem to recall them dumped busloads of immigrants somewhere in Manhattan. I think. Um, remember? Yeah. Again, like I said, Martha's Vineyard, and then there was, like, I think, two or three times now they they've dumped busloads of immigrants right outside the official vice president's. Um Residence. <laughs> it's just hilarious. It just it's so funny. It's like, oh my gosh, you kidding me. I don't know who thought of that, but that was just genius. That was awesome. Uh anyway, so uh, now this one next to here. Um it just sickens me. It really does. And um which I just now thought of another piece about this um Drag Queen Story Hour. Yes, coming to a school and library near you, um, uh, apparently. I've seen pieces of this, both news pieces um written and um heard podcasts about this, radio talk shows have talked about this. Even uh video pieces of I've shown I've seen little like not like TikTok, which tick, don't use TikTok. It's it's Chinese or they're listening or watching whatever. <laughs> but um there's been little video pieces That shows men, I think they're men, people dressed up to the wild extremity. I mean, the only thing I can think of when I'm seeing these people is that they're not from this earth. They're actually literally aliens. They're extraterrestrials from drag queen area or whatever, some planet that and these these people will actually encourage uh, trans-sex, trans-fluid, trans whatever. They they encourage children to change their gender. It's like, oh, if, hey, little Johnny, do you, don't, you don't want to be a little boy anymore? You can, you can be a girl. Oh, little Susie, are you tired of being a girl? You can be a boy. And you can switch anytime you want to. Or, yes, you can have sex with each other at six. Or, it's just, it's disgusting. It's just gross. And what blew my mind was that in some of these places, after the story hour, they actually had these, 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 drag queens were actually having pole dancing and twerking in front of little children like toddlers like three four five years old they were and and, you know and showing them stuff and lifting up their skirts and i mean i don't think there was any body parts being shown but still that's not something that you show to kids especially for like story hour you just that's just and it's allowed it's and it actually, as I understand it, if you go against it, you're called a bigot. You're called homophobic or whatever. Just at least a bigot, and just oh, it's ridiculous. Oh my gosh. Um, one thing good that did happen out of New York part of this year, and I, again, there's probably lots more that I just missed. I mean, I'm sure that the next day or two, when I hear some more from whatever radio, TV, whatever that I'm gonna or online that I'll see. Oh, I missed that. Oh, I missed that. Um, but you're more than happy to if you want to. Write me and tell me, oh, you forgot this, you forgot that. What I might do is sometime here at the top of the year, go stuff that I missed and have a, an episode on that. So, however, let's see, um, uh, <laughs> be ready for next episode of, from a particular point of view, a heads up, um, a, a, a teaser, so to speak. It's going to be an anniversary issue and not for this podcast or for the even the video cast of the show. <clears throat> it's going to be a anniversary anniversary issue of the insurrection. Ooh, the J6 cuz January 6th is when it all happened that 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 terrible terrible day and it's going to be on that. So <laughs> just as a teaser, so remember to tune in next week. But um Anyway, the, the, uh, then we got um, one of the last one I'm almost done here. So uh, one of the last ones is, I guess, a, a court judge, that blew me away in New York, actually, because I guess in New York City, they had a, a law come down that said that you, that's a gun law, that says you could not take, you could have a gun in your house, but you could not take it outside. So pretty much having a gun made it, just a piece of plastic and or metal, composite, whatever, just made it an inanimate object that you couldn't use, or maybe a paperweight, considering... I guess the only time you could actually have a gun and shoot it is if you were being robbed, maybe then? I don't know, but I guess there was a court ruling on that, and they labeled that law unconstitutional. So people in New York can carry a weapon, I guess, outside of the house, go to shooting range, whatever, but yeah, so that was pretty cool. So, um, uh, and finally the last thing I have on here, I think, is it, um, oh, a couple more things. Okay. But still is the raid on Mar-a-Lago. Again, the (laughs) Democrats, since he got elected, even since he came down those golden stairs, whatever, to announce his presidency or announce his candidacy for president, they've been looking for something to impeach him for, to throw him in jail for—that's is like their holy grail of of events—is if they can get Trump in prison for like ever for finding something. And I know their whole idea was, well, we'll get him in prison first, and then we'll find something to get him for later. That's—I'm sure that's what they want. But they, it is, our system doesn't work that way. So they raided his house looking for anything, and that's just—it's scary if you think about it. Because if they can do it to Trump. What's going to stop them from doing it to us, to you, the listening people, listening audience, the viewing audience, to me, to to us? If they're going to do that to him, then what's going to stop them from, especially if you're vocal on your conservative Republican, whatever beliefs or, you know, or anything, it's like what's going to stop them from doing that? If they hear something you don't like or they don't like, or if they see something they don't like from you then maybe they will come and bust down your door and take away whatever that they might seem to be... You get the idea. Um, so, um, let's see. <clears throat> okay, and the last one I have on here... Oh, a couple more things. And of course, this just recently happened, is like they finally... A, 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 after... Sorry for... T- that, but after, what, his entire time in office? In multiple court battles, they finally made him release his um, his, court, his taxes. And I guess they finally released it this week. And what I've been hearing about it is like, oh, he paid little to no taxes the entire time. And I'm thinking, okay, that's probably because he followed the law that was passed by Democrats. Because if you think about it, I understand that... Um. Congress and senators only make, I think, like $100,000 a year. That's all they make, just $100,000 a year or nine hundred, or something like that. They, they they only make, I think, what Senate, let see, Republicans or Congress, I believe I read this somewhere, that they make, I think, $800,000 a year. Senate makes $900,000 a year. I think the president makes $100,000 a year. I think that's what I heard. How do they get to be millionaires if they're only making... $900,000 a year how, how is that how is that possible let's look at their tax records too but of course if they was to bring if Democrats were to show their tax records I'd have to say prove it's really you prove these are accurate numbers I we I would say oh because you know that Trump's been they've been they've been trying to pay attention to him and all, you know they've been trying to analyze his tax records and this I just oh, it was terrible it was just terrible uh, so um let's see here. There we go. <clears throat> and finally <laughs> I guess the joke or so of the year was remember Brittany Greiner? Um she was black, she's a basketball player, women's professional I think, or something. She was gay and she went into Russia with I think uh hemp oil or marijuana oil or something like that. I, and I, I mean, maybe she needed it, but the thing is that she brought a drug into a foreign country, and after weeks and weeks of of, of a court hearing, they finally said, "Okay, you got nine years in prison." And of course, her friends and 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 the the, the Democrats, oh my God, no! And She did. I kept on hearing my hearing from the, the 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 Democrats and the news sources, but she's done nothing wrong. She's done nothing wrong. It's like, what do you mean? You can't. Take drugs into a foreign country. You just, that you can't do that. And then finally, just recently, they traded a international weapons dealer for her. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> it's been a screwed up year, my friends. It really has. And with the Democrats, with Biden in there, it can only get worse. I'm hoping that with GOP taking control of the house is going to be a little bit better but until we get biden out of that house that he is illegally holding it yeah you get the idea so until next time and again special one coming up next week so stay tuned come back for that one this is dale and you have been listening to from a particular point of view so until next time I hope you had a great Christmas. Have a very happy new year. I wish all the best for you in this new year. Hope all your hopes come true. Hope you find really good resolutions for next year. But um, until uh, until next year. Yeah, until... (laughs) See you next year. Have a great one. This is Dale from a particular point of view. And uh, happy new year.